here that give us an assignment, oh God, to go forth. You are God, the Father, oh God, that makes us, oh God, and create in our mind, oh God. Father, you said in your word, so that as a man thinketh, so is he. And Father, because we are the product of you, we are the product of Abraham, we are the product of David, we are the Masonic, oh God, we are the tribe of Judah, we are the tribe of Israel, Ooh, we are the tribe of the Levites, we are the tribe of the we are the tribe of Joseph. We are the tribe of Reuben, oh God. Father, because we, could, we are connected to the vine. And Father, we thank you, oh God, on today, Father, that you didn't have to, amen, take us. You didn't have to take us in. You didn't have to breathe us in. Come on and open up your mouth, people, and begin just to reverence on him, oh God, because we have a father, oh God, that didn't have to wake us up this morning. We have a father that under the world, rubble, should they give us a father of the second school. We have a father under the world, the name of anything. We have a father
Father, we thank you for another chance. Um, you didn't have to wake us up this morning. You didn't even have to put us in our right mind. You didn't even have to do that. Uh, but you find the time to do that. That at the end of the creation, when he created man and what man, he said it was good. Uh, it is good uh, when he created and took a man, uh, Eve, out of the womb, out of, out of the rib, out of the right rib of, of Adam. Uh, he said, blew dust into her breath, into her nostrils, uh, and, the, and the sand of the, of the creation began to form. He said, it is good. Father, we thank you, O oh God. Thank you, oh God, because you are the greatest I am. You are the creation. You are the almighty. You are the alpha, oh, omega. You are the beginning of the ending. You are the author and the finisher of our book, of our life. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for receiving your anointing on today, oh God. Begin to strengthen us, oh God, on today as we begin to decrease and begin in the Holy Spirit begin to move on today. We thank you. For your presence, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for all the leaders throughout the week. Begin to impart the word, amen, Father, of your anointing, oh God. We thank you, oh God. So two more minutes, two more minutes, oh God. I dare you, trip a dare you, just to open up your mouth. And you say, open up your mouth. That's what worship is all about. Worship is opening your mouth in her. Because what do you think? The crop, the crop, the rocks begin to worship her. The trees begin to worship. The birds begin to worship her. The animals begin to cry out in the name of Jesus. We declare a decree, oh God, that you begin, um, and that the atmosphere, the atmosphere is set on this morning, oh God, begin to sing because uh, we have a father who cares. Uh, we have a father who loves. Come on and tell the Lord thank you. Just tell the Lord thank you. Tell the Lord thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you for what he has done. Tell the Lord, thank you. I'm done. I'm going to pull it out of my Someone bless the Lord on, oh God, on today. I'm done. Father, we thank you. 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 We thank you for your presence, oh God. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your presence. I'm going to vote for the Come on and tell the Lord thank you on this. Just tell him thank you. Just tell him thank you. Thank you, blessed Savior. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. I'm going to vote for
Andadabo, Rabo, so quoted in a book, so quoted in a man, yet it is. Here it is, Sunday book, so put another than another. Get it, Thank you, O God. Thank you, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, I thank you, I thank you. We thank you, O God. We just thank you, O Father, allowing us, O God, to open a platform, O God, the platform, amen, that we begin to minister to the needs of the people, O God. We just thank you, O God, on today as we begin to decrease, O God, and you begin to increase us again. As we begin to God, the move, amen, or under the ocean of the Holy Ghost on today, we thank you, O God, for your anointing on today. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, in mighty Jesus' name, Yeshua in in the Greek, amen, means our Father. We thank you, oh God. We thank you for your presence on today. We thank you in Jesus' name. In mighty Jesus' name. In Yahshua, amen, name. Amen, amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, on today. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you on today. 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 We thank you. We thank you. We thank you on today. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you on today. Father, we thank you, O God, for allowing us, amen, just to be in your presence one more time. Father, we thank you. We thank everybody for tuning in to Amen. Like I said, once again, we give a special blessing and shout out to the real father. Yeah, the real father that, that care. Amen. They took a, a, a seed under their wing and raised them as if their own. They don't see it as anybody else. They, they raise them as their own. They see them as their own. And we thank you. Those are the real fathers. Amen. We thank you. Amen. We thank you for the Father. Amen. Above us. Amen. Amen. That he is the creator, the creator of all things. Amen. He is the creator. He's the lover of our soul. Amen. He's the one that, amen, that grants us grace. Amen. And compassion on today. So we just thank God on today. Amen. We, oh, we're not going to be before you very long. Amen. But, amen, we're going to turn into some scriptures on today. Amen. We're going to have some scriptures. We have some scriptures. Amen. If you can write them down. Amen. We're going to go through them. Amen. On this morning. Amen. We'll go through. Amen. Psalms. Amen. 103.13 on this morning. Psalms 103.13. We have um, Romans 5 and 8. Bibles on today to say amen. We have the Bibles on today for those who tuning in on this morning. Amen. We're going to turn to the first one. Um, I'll also put down um, Job chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. We're going to turn to the Psalms. Let's turn to the Psalms. The first one on today. And we're going to have um, Pastor Harmony read Psalms 103 and 13. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that sit. My God, Amen. We got one more time. That was powerful. Like as a father pitieth his children, mm-hmm. so the Lord pitieth them that sit. My God. So in other words, when he says, uh, when he says he pitieth them, meaning that he has compassion. We have a father that has compassion. Compassion meaning that even if he looks at a situation or he looks at the fact that we made mistakes or we, we made some errors, amen, we have a father that has compassion for his children. And that's what a real father does. A real father, not no play play, not the daddy, but we talk about a father, has compassion for the children. He says those who fear. Fear means reverence. The word fear also means respect. Uh, uh, um, the fear means, amen, to love and to cherish. Amen, when you not, you know, people think the adverse fear means, oh, I'm trembling in my boot. It's not that. It's the fact that you have that mutual respect and love for the Father that covers you, that cares for you, that has compassion for you. Amen. And he says, for that, he said, as a father of compassion for his children, you see what he said, because reason why he has compassion, he didn't even have to wake us up this morning. He didn't even have to give us a second chance. He didn't even have to uh, breathe breath into our nostrils. Each time, each time that we close our eyes at night, we lose oxygen. Every time we are at night, we're actually in a near-death experience, matter of fact, in a near-death state. Every time that we are sleeping, so God give us the opportunity every morning, he breathes breath into our nostrils. Say, okay, wake up, my son. Wake up, my daughter. Wake up, my grandchildren. Wake up. Amen. You you have work to do. You have an, a, 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 an assignment to do. Amen. I have something in store for you. Amen. So because when you have a, a, a fearing the Lord also means that your relationship, you have a tight-knit relationship with him. You have a tight-knit relationship with him. So with the Father, because the Father, remember, he is the one that created us. He knows when we want to get crazy. He knows when we have an attitude. He knows when we are feeling some type of way. He knows when we just put up so bad because of the Father, because he is the Father of compassion. You think about the children in Israel and the people and in, in the children of Israel. Amen. So many times, amen. Every time that the children of Israel, if you remember, throughout the, how the, uh, from the new, in the in New Testament and also in the Old Testament, you notice when the children of Israel begin to cry out and be, begins to cry out, God begins to answer. And then it got to the point, uh, when Moses began to go to God in reference to the children of Israel, uh, Moses started to complain, like, okay, you know, they, 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 they you know, one minute they're, they're worshiping, the next minute, the next minute they're doing other things that they want to do, and, and, and then yet, but then yet, you know, I, I'm bringing them out here in the wilderness, and then, you know, they, they um, you know, we expect the manna to flow, we expect the food to flow, we expect the water to be, be able to, to have, but then yet we don't have. He was complaining, meaning a concern. 
he was bringing a concern before the Lord. So he was complaining because the, 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 old, the Old Testament means the word that he was complaining means that he brought a consent before the Lord. So he brought a consent to the Father and said, look, I, I need some help here. I need some instruction here because I have all these children running around. Okay, I have all these people, and then the people of God run around. I have your these seeds running around. I got. I need to have some type of instruction and throughout the wilderness. So we have a father that uh is, is full of compassion. Amen. Full of compassion. Amen. Let's go to um First Thessalonians. And um. Two and eleven. First Thessalonians. Two and eleven. All right, two and eleven. All right, everybody have it. Amen. All right, everybody have it? All right, everybody has it. Okay. All right, Papa Rahama, read uh, 1 Thessalonians 2 and 11 for us, please. As you know, how we are tolerant and comforted mm-hmm. and charge everyone of you as a father, mm-hmm. those his children. My God, my God. So because he dealt with us, he a father, father because the father knows the, the, the personality of the child. Like I said, it doesn't take the, uh, it, it doesn't, because you birth them doesn't mean that you really know your child. But it's the one that you, you when you raise them, you, you start to pick up, you know the personality, you know when they're in and out, you know when they're not going to do this, you know not do that, you know they're going to, you know, Cut up at one point, you know, because because of that, amen, because he knows how to deal with us. He, a, a real father, knows how to deal with his, his children, his children by what? Encouraging them and comforting them, you know. And as long as uh, when he urges us, he urges us to live worthy of God. He calls out what the king of Lord. So, if, you know, you, your relationship, when you have a relationship, with the Father, you have a relationship with the Father, amen, the Almighty, amen, you have a relationship with the Father, amen, he encourages you. Uh, remember, he left behind a comforter when Jesus Christ had died on the cross, he left the Holy Spirit behind as a comforter. Without that comforter, amen, that without the comforter, that's why I said the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost of the Trinity is very unique and it's uniquely different, uniquely made and really uniquely made. Even though it's all the same person, but it's different characteristics or different accountabilities and responsibilities. When Christ had his assignment, and then he had his assignment, amen, to, for miracles, performing miracles. Uh, he had to chastise some people. He had to, you know, set up an uproar. At the same time, he had to operate out the norm. He was, we had a, a, a father that, that was uh, untraditional. Amen. He said, we have to learn how to step out the traditional because the rabbis and, and, and the Pharisees, they were so used of uh, the Sabbath day. They were used to doing certain things. 
But then when Jesus took the time out and then to hear a woman man on, on a day that was a day of, of, of consecration, amen, that they claimed that they're not supposed to do nothing, amen, God did it. Amen. God allowed the, Jesus to do it. He said, look, I'm going to allow you to do this because, you know, this may, there's a miracle there. There's a deliverance. This is a foe. Amen. On today. So definitely say he urges us to operate out of, out of the tradition, operate out of the norm. But he also, like I said, in the midst of Father, encourages, he encourages, he comforts, um, he comforts us. Man, mean comfort also means a form of protection. So he, he gives us a form of protection so the Holy Spirit protects us. Uh, um, gain, you know, he died us, he needs us, amen. But we cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. There's no way, you know, yeah, people say, I believe in God, I believe in God, but do you really believe in, okay, Jesus died in permission? But no, I, I, I just believe that there is a God. Well, no, it's not. It's only one Almighty God, Amen. That is the Alpha and that's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the ending. He is the one that breathed breath into our body. He is the one that they created, Amen. The uh, the earth within the seven days, and at the end of the seven days, that it was good. He was the one, Amen. That sometimes the, the Father, He is the Father that allows. Give, give the enemy permission, amen, even to touch those so that let you know that he will allow confusion to get our attention. He will allow this thing. But in the midst of it, he said, I'm going to comfort, I'm going to comfort you. And what do you think he does? All we have to do is rely and trust on him. He will say, I will comfort you in the time of need. I will protect you in the time of need. I will encourage you in the time of need. He said, for father deals with his own, he deals with his children. And he encouraged them. He empowers them. He strengthens them. He comforts them. And he, he chastises them. He does all that. But he does it in love. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, does it in, 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 in a rough manner. He does, he does everything in love. Amen. Amen. Romans. We got Romans and 5 and 8. If anyone can turn on Romans and 5 and 8, I'm going to stop right there. Romans 5 and 8. Amen. For those who want to. Do an impartation, amen, on, uh, after we read Romans 5 and 8. Follow Romans 5 and 8. Romans 5 and 8. Amen. We have a father who cares. Amen. 5 and 8. My God. Amen. Proper read Romans 5 and 8. What God? Commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Hmm. He said he demonstrated. He demonstrated his love for us. Why? He demonstrated his love by allowing his son to die. He said only if he said. He said in John three sixteen it says, "For God so loved the world." Right that he gave his only begotten son. That means that was the only son that he had, okay, that came from the heavens and, and down and down sin right here, right here on earth. He said, for God so loved the world that he what, gave his only begotten son, and he said, who shall ever believe in him? Who shall? That means he's giving you a, a choice. Who shall believe in him? Shall? How he says shall have everlasting life, right? Who shall ever believe in him shall have everlasting life. So here it is, a father giving up his son 
for the world. He could have said, nah, why should I have to give my son up for this 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 this, this world? Why should I have to give it? Yeah, I created them and yet I spared them and yet I did not. I even spared them even through the Noah's flood. How about that? I don't spare them so many times. Why should I have to be spared and why should I have compassion? Well, after the death of Christ, after the death of the son of Christ, he begins to, he begins to have more compassion. Remember, we were under the law back in the days, in, 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 in the great, uh, not the grace of the, but the dispensation of law. According to the, under the Old Testament, we were under the law. And under the law, God did not have no compassion. Why? He did not have no compassion because he was sick of the turmoil. He was sick of the craziness. Amen. And, and certain things, so he, he had to allow certain things to get his children attention. But when we walked in the grace of dispensation, he, his grace, his mercy came right behind in order for the grace to be fulfilled. The mercy and the forgiveness had to come behind us in order for the grace, his grace to be fulfilled. So once again, I said he did not have to allow his son, okay? He did not have to allow his son to do that, but if he demonstrated his love, for us, remember, we came into the earth as sinners. We came into the world as sinners, okay? When we came to the womb, okay, remember, we were born twice, okay? For those who are believers, we are born twice. We're born, we enter the womb, we enter, come out of the womb through the water, okay? That's the first time. That's our first life. The second life is when we rise up from after being baptized, under the water. It says that we have to be baptized through the spirit, baptized under the water, and the spirit means the fire. So anytime you hear the fire, that means that we have to be baptized, not not just be baptized through through water, but we have to be baptized through the fire, which means the spirit of the true living God. That's the Holy Ghost. We got to have the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is the only one that is going to keep us. So he said, he demonstrated his love for us. Why we were sinners. That means before we were saved. Before we were thinking about being saved. All right? Not understanding, so okay, yeah, we were born into the world. We are all God's children. But at the beginning, when we were first born into the, into the world, the only way we, way we was reconciled was through the death of Christ. And that's the only reason why we were his children, because we were reconciled through him. Once you realize that we were reconciled to him as a sinner, amen, we are now our sin. Well, sinners are saved by grace. He gave us the opportunity. So because those who chose to serve him and chose those who chose to live by, amen, not just the, the law, but to live by the also grace, you know. So he died for our sins. He died for our sins. He didn't have to do that. You know, and the the, the 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 part was it says the purging of the blood, justification by his blood. People take it out of context. You know, oh I uh oh if I cut myself is the blood? No, it's not. It's Jesus' blood. It was Jesus' blood alone. That was his blood. We are justified by his blood. Why? Because he was the true Lamb, and by him being the true Lamb, through his blood. He has reconciled us so we can have a second chance today. So we have a father who cares. 
Amen. I'm going to stop right there before we keep going through the other scriptures. Anybody want to say comments? Stop on me. You want to read it and um, empower us. Amen. On those couple of scriptures that we read. Couple of scriptures. Scriptures. Corinthians, uh, 2 and 4. 2 and 4. 
あのー、ね My God, my God. In other words, that when we are angry, we are distressed, uh, anguish with the heart, many tears. He's telling let us know that even though that yeah, you know, he's telling us not to grieve. Amen. That means don't yeah, it's okay to cry, it's okay to get upset. But he said he said the Bible says be angry and not. That means that even that even though yeah, we be angry, you know, we feel in some type of way, but don't let it consume us to the point that we just go in a state of depression. He says not to grieve, but to let you know that my love, the death of my love is for you. And then, in other words, he's saying that, you know, yes, he, and the Bible also says, he said, he said, you should wipe every tear from my eye. Wipe every tear from my eye. A real father is going to know that when their child is going in distress. Amen. Amen. And you're shedding the tears. You're shedding the tears. Everybody ain't going to see those tears. But your father, because your father knows you, he knows your personality. Like I said, he knows when you are sensitive. He knows when you are feeling some type of way. He said, even those people that are in great distress and what anguish of the heart with many tears, he says not to grieve because he already has the love. So in other words, don't be concerned about the love of others, but be concerned about from the love of God. Love yourself. When you love yourself, you already know God is already in you. You have to love yourself first. In order to love others, you have to love yourself. But to love God, you really, you, you, the main thing is to, to, to find your love in him. Him being your first love. Him being your first, not the last love, but him, him himself being your first love. Amen. He said the depth of my love. He says the depth of my love. Um, I have in the, in the, what is it? Yeah, I think you read the King James Version. Don't you read? He said that you might know that the love that I have abundantly. That's what you have? The King James Version? That's what you have? Okay. All right. Abundantly. That means that he, he has the word, the word maniac. Let me tell you something. People think maniac means crazy. No, it doesn't. But in the, in the, in the Greek, the word maniac, mega, maniac means love. In the Greek, God has God has that maniac love for us. He has that. He got that that love that it doesn't matter what we do or what we do. He still has compassion, but then yet he 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 draws it to a certain extent. Why? Because of the grace, the dispensation of grace. He didn't have to. He could have just said, "Well, you know what? Since you want to act like that, okay, you know what? You going to suffer the consequences. You don't like that." I might, you know, I might give you a little consequences, but I won't give you a lot. The reason why he's not going to give us a lot is because of the fact that we are his children. If we are not of the seed of him, that consequences that we will have will be worse. But because we are the, the seed of him, because of compassion for us, right, that consequences is not going to be, it's, you know, you know how fathers, they, you know, slap us on the wrist and say, oh, you know, you ain't shouldn't do that. I slap you on the wrist or he has to draw back and slap you on the wrist. 
you know, yeah, I'm stepping your wrist because I'm trying to get some attention. I'm stepping on your wrist because I do have compassion for you because I don't want you to do it again. I'm stepping on the wrist because I don't want you to go down that road again. I'm slapping you on the wrist. I don't want you to go back to the old man. I want you to stay in the newness. I'm slapping you on the wrist because of the compassion that I have for you. You know, so even though yeah, we go in our anger and yeah, we cry out and we, you know how you know how when children throw tantrums, the little kids they throw tantrums and stuff, and we and they're out in public with your parents and stuff, and some of the parents, some parents may ignore it, but then the other parents like, get, you know, grab them and say, get your butt over here, you know, get this together. It's the same way with 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 our father because the death of the love, his love, he would say, you know, here, get get over here, get over here, let me have a conversation with you. Because obviously, obviously you won't get the mark. I'm mean, having this conversation. So a father is going to, you know, he's going to have that, that depth and love for his children. Man, he's going to have a depth and love for his children. Um, uh, we can uh, look for Jeremiah, I think 15 and 5. Jeremiah 15 and 5. Jeremiah, amen. have the pity of on on Jerusalem. He's talking about his children. So who who will mourn for you? Of course your mother and your father will mourn for you. What do you think that what happened what do you think what happened when Christ died on the cross? Right? He, he you know he had to he was mourning mourning for his son. Okay? So we have a, a real father, they're gonna mourn. They're gonna they they're they're going to once again the word pity means what? Compassion. He has pity as far as compassion. It goes to the level of compassion. So who will have the compassion on you? Only Christ will have the compassion on you because nobody else will have no compassion. Because if they say what they want to say, they're going to do what they want to say. If they want to release something, they're going to release it, and they're not going to have no pity. Right? They're going to have no compassion. And sometimes when people don't have no compassion, when they release stuff, people either get two things. They get upset because the way they are presenting it or releasing it or delivering something. People just don't. It looks like as if they don't have no compassion when they release stuff from their mouth. So he's saying, who will have pity on Jerusalem? He said, who will have pity on you? Okay, compassion. Again, the word pity in the Hebrew means compassion. He said, Who's going to have compassion for you? Who's going to love you like I do? Who's going to caress you like I do? Who's going to copy you like I do? He says, who will stop and ask who you are? Some people just don't care who you are. People don't care about your feelings. The only one that cares about our feelings is God. 
God don't want to care about us and he's concerned about us. Why? That's why he left behind the comforter to fulfill the, the, the part of compassion. He left the Holy Spirit behind for because to give us that compassion. He said, even the ones that are what? Backsliding. He said, I will reach out to you, right? And, and if they mess with you and if the ones that's persecuting you, even though you backslide and they persecute you, he said, Jesus is married to the backslider. How about that? So that means we don't have a right to judge. We don't have a right to judge. If Jesus is married to the backslider, okay, and then he said that even though that you are running away from me and I, you know you got a call on your life, guess what? I'm still going to reach out to you. But at the same time, I'm going to get you. I'm going to sink that bottom. In a way, I'm going to sink that bottom. I'm going to reach out to you. And guess what? I tried to hold back. But I'm not going to hold back because I've, I've talked to you several times. Okay? And he's talking about his children. He ain't talking about the children of the world. He's talking about his own, the children of God. He said, even though that we kind of go back and forth and back and forth, whatever, I'm, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to have compassion for you. But if you don't get it together, get it right then. I'm going to have to thank you. I'm going to have to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you in a way that you're not going to like. It. You know, I'm going to grab your attention. I'm going to still love you, but I'm going to get you an attention that you ain't going to like. Amen. Amen. Colossians 1 and 9. Turn to Colossians 1 and 9. Amen. And we're going to, I think we did Colossians 1 and 9. We did Jeremiah. And then um, Colossians 1 and 9. And then we're going to be wrapping up. We're wrapping up. For this call, we also, since the day we heard it, do not see. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Say that one more time. That's powerful. We also, since the day we heard, mm-hmm. do not cease to put forth. Mm-hmm. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Wow. So in other words, he's saying, you know, since he heard about you, he's talking about God knows because God knows who you are. The Holy Spirit knows who you are. Remember, Holy Spirit is not a immovable force. The Holy Spirit is a person. Okay? Remember, I, I mentioned before that Christ is the incarnate, not reincarnation. I didn't say reincarnation. I said incarnate. Incarnate means out of. Christ came out of God. The Holy Spirit came out of Christ. That's an incarnation. He said, since we heard about you, we never stopped praying. So the whole time, the Father, the Father is going to continue to keep praying. It may look crazy sometimes, but he still keeps praying. He didn't have to pray, but he does. And and and, and as and he says, we continue to ask God to fulfill you with knowledge. So a father is going to ask the Holy Spirit. They listen. 
I need my son and my daughter to be filled with knowledge. You know, they may be running rambunctious right now because they are my children. Children are going to be rambunctious. We're going to be rambunctious. He said, but I'm asking you, as I begin to pray for them, I begin to give them wisdom, the knowledge, amen, that they will be able to understand how the Spirit gives, you know, to understand how the Holy Spirit operates. I will show you, amen, how the Spirit will operate. So he said, I'm, I'm, this is reason. So since you were born, since you were conceived in your mother's womb, he said that I know the plans I have for you. From the time that you were consumed in your, the belly of your mother, he already knew exactly the plans he had in your life. Even though sometimes we de- do a lot of detouring on our plans, sometimes we get, you know, uh, not stagnated or sometimes even postponed, that doesn't mean that it, it's denied. Because people think it's because it's delayed that it's denied. No, it's not. Just because it's delayed, it just gives you enough time to reconstruct or what, uh, realign or to, to sometimes redirect yourself. You know, you're redirecting yourself because, okay, that that did not work. This did not work. So because he knows the plans that he has for us, okay, so a real parent is going to continue to pray regardless. They're going to continue to pray that God gives you, amen, uh, the knowledge, amen, through his wisdom, okay, because he wants the, 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 uh, the, the, the a true love of a father is going to want their child to um, be able to live long, okay? Live long and be able to continue to please God every day uh, and, and begin to, to bear fruit, begin to produce them, to be productive. That's what a real father does. We have a father who cares. Amen. Uh, Genesis 28 and 15 No matter what you going through, he said, I'm, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you hanging. A real, a real father is not going to leave their child hanging. They're not going to leave them hanging. My God, they're not going to leave them hanging. He said that, in other words, he says, wherever you go, I'm going to watch your lead. Okay? And then he said, I'm going to bring you back. So, in other words, that if you go out or you, you start retaliating or we start getting rambunctious or we you know, you know, sometimes 
you trip out a little bit. He said, but I will bring you back. He said, I'm going to bring you back to the land, meaning that he said, I'm going to bring you back where you start. I'm going to bring you back where we had built our relationship. I'm going to bring you right back. And then he said that I will not leave you until what, until what I have done. He said, I'm not going to leave you until what I've done. Matter of fact, until your assignment is done, I'm not going to leave you. He says, I'm not going to leave you because what? He had made a promise to us. Whatever that we played or put a petition before the Lord, he said that he promised that he was going to give it to us. It's just that it, it may not come right then. It may not come when you want it. You like you want it to come right now. It may not come right now, but it's going to come in a time when you least expect it. He said that he gave us that promise. He gave us that promise. He said, I will not leave you until it is done. I will not leave you until what? It is done. I will not leave you. In other words, whatever assignment that he has placed on your life, he will not leave you until that assignment is done. And then he said, I will, once that assignment, that assignment through the assignment, he said, I have promised you. Meaning that he will not break his promise. Man breaks promises. But God don't break promises. Man breaks promises, but God don't break promises. He said, I will not leave you until I have done. Now, whatever I, I said that I placed on your life, he said, if I got to whip you around or shake you around a little bit, slap you around a little bit, until you are molded the way I want you to be molded, and then he said, I'll turn around, I will, whatever I promise you, I'm going to promise you. You release it one time, you release it a, a time and say, okay, Lord, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I want this, I want this, I want this. I desire it because for your purpose. Then he said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and honor it. He said, but I'm going to promise you this now. But when I promise you this, you got to stick to your what assignment. To your assignment, what God has given to you. Whatever God given to you, that's the assignment that He has given to you. He said, I will not, again, He says, I will not leave you. A father is not going to leave their child until they do what they're supposed to do. Father is not going to leave the child hanging until He say, until He is comfortable and more independent enough to say, okay, I, I, I'm a little hard, a little heavy with this thing. But until, because, wow, like I said, when a father knows their child, if they know they're weak in a certain area, they're going to stay with them until they are comfortable enough to say, okay, I can move. It's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. I'm going to ride on that bike, but I know I'm going to fall. I'm going to keep, y'all going to keep falling. I'm going to keep Falling, get back up, falling, I'm going to cry, I'm going to keep falling, get back up, I'm going to mess up my knees, I keep falling, I get back up, but when I get comfortable, okay, I'm going to take off this training wheels right now, now I know that you're ready now because you're falling, now you have mastered your balance, you, the, the balance, meaning, thank you, Holy Ghost, the balance talks about your natural life and your spiritual life, your spiritual life and your natural life has to be a balance. It's not one greater than the other. It has to be balanced. So if you can spend all that time, you spend all that time in that natural stuff, you can spend that same amount of time or even greater in, in him. But there has to be a balance. You cannot be way up there and not have a natural life. Why? Because we are on this earth. We're going to have a, as long as we're in this earth, we're going to have a natural life because the Bible talks about 
the balance. You have to have a balance. You're going to have to, and you enjoy yourself, whatever, but don't let it consume you. You can, you know, you know, spend that time, whatever, but don't let it consume you. You can, you can do, you know, the things that you like to do and, and whatever, but don't let it consume you. Remember, hey, put me first, put me first, put me first. There's a balance. There's a balance. There's a balance. There has to be a balance. So he's saying that when we ride on that bike, you notice we ride on the bike, the bike gives us a balance now because now uh, I remember even learning how to ride a bike. I learned how to ride a bike. I was riding at 10 feet. If I was riding at 10 feet, I fell so many times. I crashed into the ground, crashed and everything. And then after a while, I said, ooh, ooh. I said, you know, so I started putting up knee pads. I put the knee pads, put on the bike and stuff, and my daddy pushed me. Woo! He pushed me, and I started pedaling. I stopped telling you, see, remember you went from a regular bike and you had to take off the, 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 the you know, the, the uh, track, the, what do you call it, the train wheels, and took the train wheels, and I started riding the, the, the smaller bike. He said, okay, now it's time for you to ride a big bike. So I'm riding, so this is what, what the father is saying. He's saying that I may start you off with the training wheels. Well, eventually, I'm going to take those training wheels off. And when I take those training wheels off, you got to have confidence to know, okay, i got to be still riding that bike. Now I'm getting ready to ride a bigger bike, which means a bigger elevation, which means bigger accountability, which bigger responsibility. So now you're going to ride this bike. It ain't going to be no training belt. When you get that 10 feet, you are not going to be having no training with. There are another thing that's, I've never seen a 10 feet bike with training with. Okay? With a little bike, yeah, because that's a certain level. When God moves you to from a regular bike to a, to a 10 feet, a 20 feet, whatever kind of feet it is, move you to a motorcycle. Is it, it, that you have already mastered of the balance of our lives? So it teaches you. So the Father is going to teach you the balance of your life. Yes, yeah, okay, to have fun. Okay, to have a good time. Whatever. Don't let, but don't let it consume you. You know, don't don't let it consume you till you get sidetracked. It's okay. It's okay. It Amen. A balance. So it, so he teaches you. He teaches us how to to uh to let Even though that, you know, you growing, you riding that bike, I'm gonna watch over you while you riding this bike. Which means I'm gonna watch over you while you're going through your transition. I'm gonna watch over you when when I even though I know you're going through your little bumps and stuff. I'm gonna watch yeah, but I'm gonna see how you're gonna get back up. I'm gonna see how you're gonna bounce back. I'm gonna see how you're gonna bounce back. And it's only to make us strong. So we got little boo-boos now, like when little kids get boo-boos, it's just like us in the spirit. When we get boo-boos in the spirit, we bounce right back up. So that lets you know that, it lets you know just because you're going through something or you have a spiritual warfare mean, does not mean you did something wrong. It's just that when you are going through spiritual warfare, that God knows the call on your life. He knows what you're doing. So, you cannot expect not to go through anything. You cannot expect not to go through no habit. You cannot expect not to go through no hell. Because guess what? Christ went through it. Christ went to hell, and he did, he went to hell for four days. Went the foot, went down there, and took the keys back. So he know what hell is like. He's telling you what hell is like. Okay? He he was able to take. He was able to conquer death. Why? Through his resurrection. He was able to conquer death. Why? Through his resurrection. I'm going to say it again. He conquered death through his resurrection. So in other words, that we can conquer our situation just rising above. It may take a lot. The only thing you're going to get knocked down. Yeah, you're going to get knocked down. 
it's going to make you mad, it's going to make you frustrated, but then, you know, eventually, yes, you're going to get back. It's like riding a bike, like riding a 10-speed. You're going to get knocked off, you're going to fall off. I ain't rode a 10-speed in, like, forever. So if I probably you know, I'll probably falling and hitting and crashing into the walls, you know. But it's, it's, it's sometimes people think when you fall, fall off, think you can't get back up. Yes, you can. It says a righteous man fell. What is it? It says right, the Bible says a righteous man fell seventy-seven times. How about that? But he was able to get back up. Why? Because we have a father who cares. Amen. I'm going to open up the platform. Amen. On today. Amen. On that. Amen. <laughs> and we'll open up for a prophet. You can go ahead and release some empowerment and impartation. Amen. Again, uh, today, uh, we want to give thanks to God for many days, uh, many years he has been good in the past and even now. And we, we give thanks to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We, uh, the, the message was very encouraging today and uplifting the understanding that we must understand that we, no matter what we go through, no matter what we face, we have a father that 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 cares, that, that wants the best for all of us, but mm-hmm. he wants to take us higher. Mm-hmm. He don't want us to stay where we are, but he wants to uh, take us higher. He wants to uh, uh, give us abundance, a, a blessing, and he wants us to share those blessings, give to one another, uh, share love of Christ with one another. Now more than ever, you know, we see uh, in the word today uh, around the world things are spiraling out of control mm-hmm. and there is uh, mayhem and, and this, uh, you know, this habit state to state and it's very important now more than ever that we just keep believing mm-hmm. and understand you know, we won't be in these times forever, but understanding that we are we are we are temporary and understanding that uh, the enemy, you know, the things that we see in the, uh, on the on the television or on the news or what we hear on the radio, we have to now more than ever go into the Word of God, go into the Word of God and continue to pray because the enemy, you know, is is, is you know using whoever he can use today, but we now more than ever have to go into the Word of God for ourselves and stay in the Word of God. When we go into the Word of God, we got to stay there and continually do it. Because if we do not, we'll get sidetracked, we'll mm-hmm. get thrown off, mm-hmm. and we'll allow the enemy to overtake and to hinder or also distract. Mm-hmm. With the riots we see, the, uh, uh, you know, that's the enemy overtaking. Yes, uh, things uh, are being done wrong. Yes, they are, but this has been going on for years. But understanding that we have a Father that is supreme and has all power. We don't need to worry about what's going on in the world, but we need to worry about our Father and our eternal home. Because the times we are seeing now, we ain't going to be in them forever. You know, we got to understand that, you know, Jesus is soon coming. 
you know, and we got to be ready. We can't be riding when it comes. We got to be in the Word of God. We got to be not worrying about earthly, but worrying about heaven. Because what's going to, you know, earthly, you know, is going to soon pass away. But heaven, you know, that's what we want to be when when Jesus comes. We want to go with Him, and we want to make it through those heavenly gates. But yeah, Father's Day, Father's Day. Uh, again, give give. Uh, I pay homage to all the the fathers, earthly fathers around the world. They they can say civilization to civilization, but we give thanks unto the Father who made all and uh, the earth and everything that is, and also Jesus His Son that we sent and who we you know He who sent Him is Father, our Father mm-hmm. who reigns supreme. So we have to understand that we gotta we gotta uh, give thanks to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But also, never, you know, we gotta seek after God, seek after God in His Word, through prayer, through giving, and also uh, sharing, and uh, also coming together. You know, we gotta come together like that. You know, it can't be just on holidays or, or anything. But we have, and we have to, as a Father. This goes to all the earthly fathers. As a father, now more than ever, we have to be able to lead, lead the household, lead the children, wife, and be, be led by God. Because, uh, you know, the thing for we're seeing in the world today, the children need to know these things because uh, the time we're right now, these are soon coming and, and we Father should want them to be uh, 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 left out or or uh, hindered or distracted. You know, the times we're at now, you know, uh, we're going to see But we have to understand, you know, he's just telling us to get ready. Father's saying, get ready. We need to lay out because he is, he is soon coming. And when he comes, you know, we got to be ready. And they can't be exhausted. But if we are in his word, won't be a shock. You know, it would just be time to go and time for us to, to, to go to go on to that next turn. Go on, we want to go to that we want to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven. So our goal should be building up for heaven. Not earthly presence, not earthly things, not earthly anything, but heaven. Mm-hmm. Because of what what you know, we gotta build up for heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't build up when Jesus comes and it'll be too late, but we need mm-hmm. to build up Every day we are fortunate to be above ground and not under. You know, those who are underground, they can no longer uh, build up for him because they are lifeless. They still have gone unto the Father, and also their body is lifeless. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand uh, while we are fortunate and alive, we have to be able to, to encourage our brothers. We can encourage them, but they got to want to do it. You know, they can't want to do it when Jesus comes because it'll be too late. But now more than ever, we have to encourage, mm-hmm. we have to enlighten. And if we're doing it out of a place of humbleness, mm-hmm. a, a place of love, and yes. a place of sincerity, mm-hmm. if we are able to do that and talk to our brothers and sisters, God allowed those words to impart in them, and also they will be able to yeah. hear and to listen. We mm-hmm. can't just talk to them, I'm uh, not going to say whatever, but we got to be able to come to them. Again, when a place humble, humble ourselves, and part in them words of encouragement, of love, and also together, to let them know, hey, let's do something. Let's join together. Let's join together in the word of God. Because once we are able to do that, 
God loves that. He, he's greater than anything or anyone in the world mm-hmm. or anything. But we have to understand, my brothers and my sisters, we have to understand that the Lord is very, you know, he, 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 he wants us to be ready, you know, now more than ever. You know, we can't be sidetracked about what we've seen on, in the world today. There's a thousands and thousands of people dying here or there, left to right. And, and just, we, we see a lot of discrimination things going on in the world today, you know, uh, but we can't worry about the world. Uh, one thing we do know, that our Father does not discriminate about color or anything, but on earth, we got that. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we, we shouldn't be, we can't be sidetracked and riding and getting our sight off our purpose. Our purpose is to praise the Lord each and every day, pray, come together in the Word of God, and I'm more than that, because that the enemy is uh, therefore winning today. And he's winning because of the many brothers and sisters he has that are coming together to rise and make little cuts and stuff. But understand if they are able to come to God, go to a place of humbleness and being able to talk to God. And, and he'll give us that strength to say, hey, you don't need to do all this. I got this. This is, uh, this is his word. So if we are able to do that, if we see more of that, you know, because we can't worry about what's in the world. You know, what's in the world, sooner or later it's going to be gone and no more. But we got to build up like heaven because what's going to benefit us is what we do like heaven, what we build it up and to and for. And we got to we gotta get a close-knit relationship with the Father and the Son because when we are able to do that, uh, you know, the Lord is able to come closer and closer to us. But we have to understand now more than ever, we can't be sidetracked. And we see a lot of the, uh, if you read or you even see that a lot of police officers are quitting their job because of what was being done. And, and, and it's nothing but the Lord working in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thank the Lord because he is working. Mm-hmm. But we have to, when we hear these things and when we see these things, we can't be sidetracked. We can't be thrown off. We can't. We can't uh, uh, throw it on the bridge. We can't do it because what we're seeing and what you know, we have to be able to listen, to speak, to hear, and just be able to go to the Word of God and consistent. Because when we are in the Word of God, the enemy will try to, to, to hinder, destroy, distract, mm-hmm. but he will not prevail and he will not overtake. Because the Lord is on our side. He, he is on our side. But now more than ever, we got to enter into His presence. We're in His presence and He sees all He knows all. But we have to enter into His presence. Enter into His presence mm-hmm. now more than ever. And we enter into His presence through prayer, through sharing, through giving the Word of God, giving to our brothers and sisters, brother, and also, you know, just coming together and being unified. And if we are able to do that, you know, that that that's what makes the Father happy. Every day is Father's Day. If we are able to, to give our Father time and His Word and also through prayer. That's the, that's the ultimate gift that the Father wants. It's now more than ever for us not to be distracted, him, but for man and get unified together. And if this nation and this world is able to do that, no matter what may happen in that part of it, or what people as certain countries I know and civilizations that you, you, you're talking about God or anything, it's here. But you lay down and your life be taken why, why uh, turn it to the word of God and talk about God? Hey, so be it. Because you, you, you're talking about the word of God. You're giving God that time 
and and he what he gonna bless you when you get on that pedestal. That's amazing. You gotta be ready because we can't be sidetracked. We all want to make it in. We want to make it through those heavenly gates. We want to earn our wings and we want to be with the Lord for eternity. So what's more important, earthly or heavenly? I say heavenly because earthly uh, will come and go. When when earthly is over and done, where are we going? Where where do we want to spend the rest of our days for eternity? With the Father. That's where we want to go. That's where we want to get to. But it starts now. You know, if you say you want to turn over, you want to make a change, say, now's the time. You know, we don't want to be sidetracked. We don't need no protesting or anything, but we need to go into the Word of God. We need to turn to the Word of God, and we need more of our brothers and sisters to, to get more encouraged, so to get more enlightened. And we, and we have to lift one another up now more than ever. Don't bash one another. Don't. That we talk about one another, but being able to, to lift one another up. That that's most important today, that we are able to lift one another up because the enemy is working. He is working because we see it on the news, we see it by the brothers uh, getting killed and shot uh, uh, you know, intensely. Yes, it is happening. But we need to understand that Jesus is soon coming and we have to be ready. We got to be there. Because I, I, I want to be in that limo when it comes. I want to be there, and I want to be taken up, and I want to make it through those gates. And we all, that should be our goal every day, not just one day, two days, three days, four days, five days. But every day we are, uh, are fortunate, and that the Lord allows us to wake and rise. We should, we should be able to pay compliments to our Father, pay, give respect, give love, share it, not only to the Father and to the Son, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Like I said, we give honor to God, Jesus Christ. He's the head of our lives on today. Father, we love you. Happy Father's Day. Amen. To our God Almighty. Amen. We thank God for what He is doing uh, in this season on today. Amen. Just bear with me one moment. Amen.
here Sunday morning man with Dr. Ian Robertson at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sunday night explosion at 8 p.m. The church at large and then the speakers of the Daniel. Amen. So we thank everybody for tuning in on today. Amen. On uh, ELR prophetic shift on today. We pray that everything, uh, word was impartation on today and we just thank God for what he's getting ready to do. Amen. We get ready to close out. Amen. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you once today. Amen. For this opportunity, oh God, they just able to stay in your presence. Amen. That you are kingdom and the power and the glory forever. We thank you. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive our debt as we forgive our debtors. For lead us not but in temptation. Amen. But forgive us for our death, forget our temptation, but lead us not. For God, thy power and glory forever. Amen. Father, forgive us each moment that we all need to forgive us our sins. And as we forgive the one who has sinned against us. So we thank you, Lord God, for that opportunity that our Father who is in heaven. So we thank God that we give special accolades, amen, to our Father, amen, Johasha, Jimmy, amen, on today, amen, the greater Alpha Omega, amen, the all-knowing, all-being, the omnipresent, amen, our Father that is in heaven, amen, happy Father's Day, amen, because we have a Father who cares. Amen on today. Amen. We thank you, oh God, on today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest and abide in this kingdom forevermore. Thank you for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shift. God bless you.